There is nothing in nature that blooms all year long, so don't expect yourself to do so either. Hello, you lovely lot out there, and welcome back to Women Who Can. I am so excited to have you here today. It is a fresh day. It's a new start. We're into a new month. And today is the first day where I am not talking about the Inner Confidence Challenge, although it's been an absolute blast over the last couple of weeks. But actually today we are talking about something completely different. And that is how hard are you on yourself? So, We strive for perfection and we strive for success and we want everything around us to be working perfectly without actually looking after the person who is running the show. So therefore, we can actually sometimes inadvertently end up being our own worst enemy. And that is exactly what I want to talk about today. In life, We do strive for perfection and we strive for that success, but a lot of the times we don't actually look after number one. Like I said, the person who is running the show. And I wanted to chat to to you today about, you know, being hard on yourself and how that actually looks in your day-to-day life. Is it affecting you? Are you experiencing burnout? Are you juggling a thousand different plates and trying to do everything perfectly, outstanding, sensational, top-notch, when actually a lot of the time, because you are trying to do everything of your best abilities and success, that those plates are dropping more than usual. And I wanted to talk about being hard on yourself and kind of beating yourself up or not allowing yourself to have that time um, and what we can actually do to, I suppose, bring that back to the present and bring ourselves back to the now and really start to see the changes. So yes, we'd still strive for perfection and we still strive for success, but actually we are running from 100% as well. So I am going to put my hand up and say that, yes, I push and push and push. Um, I am either 100% or I am 10% and I found it really hard to find an in-between. Now, this 100% was like I am either all in or I'm either all out and I don't know whether you resonate with that, but that was happening to me in every walk of life whether it was my business, whether it was my weight loss journey, whether it was my um, family and friends, whatever that looked like, because you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. If I was showing up for something, I was showing up 100% or I just wasn't showing up at all. Now, this is okay to do this for a couple of weeks, but after you've been showing up 100% for a few weeks or a month or so, you hit that wall, you hit that burnout, and that's exactly what happened to me. Now, the first thing I want to talk about, first of all, is if you resonate with that. So if you do, I've got this really cool little technique that we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, But actually, it's really good to see what your scale is, I suppose. So we all have a scale of how we do things. Um, you know, if you, you know that you're doing well and you're achieving, you're being successful and you, you are thriving in every part of your life, whether that's health, finances, friends, fun, business, career, um, home life, whatever that is, um, fun and recreation, wherever that is, 
if you stay 100% in all of those areas, you will you will reach burnout because no way can we can we be on that, you know, on that scale 100% all of the time. So I want you to just have a little think right now where you are on that scale. Are you either all 100% or are you just completely zero or 10% or have you found that nice playing, even that even playing field? So this is exactly what I had to do for myself. So my 100% is, yes, it's brilliant because I am there, I am in it, but I can't keep it up. So therefore I can't stay at 100%. And my 10% is not really doing anything, being a bit sluggish and not feeling great. So I don't want to be there either. So where can I meet in the middle? And where can I feel that I'm still doing enough, but I'm not pushing myself to be so hard on myself that I end up experiencing burnout? And for me, this looked like 70%. So I took my 100%, I took my 10%, and I, and I asked myself, where is my middle ground in that? And 70% was the number that I fell on. Now you can say this in percentage, you could say this out of 10, you could say this as 100 miles an hour versus zero miles per hour and where is your in between, whatever works for you. I think it's a really nice way of seeing that how you can still strive and you know reach that success and reach your goals and, and feel like you're working hard towards whatever you're working towards but still not experience that burnout so for me that was 70% I don't know what it is for you um, and if you want to message me with your answers I would love to know but actually what is your kind of yes you're still working hard and you still feel like you're succeeding and you still feel like you're reaching your goals but you're not experiencing that burnout where is that on the scale for you so for me 70% So what I did with that 70% is I took that and I said, right, what do I need to do in order to reach that 70%? And I wrote down the things that, yes, okay, maybe it's things that I want to achieve and things that I want to work towards and my to-do list in my business, but actually how can I make sure that that stays at 70%? So for me, instead of having a diary that's jam-packed from, you know, coaching clients from, 6am in the morning which you know sometimes I have to do because of the time difference all the way down to nine o'clock at night that would be my 100% but that doesn't serve me so my 70% would be either having a six or a late night so I would choose in between and then I'd schedule clients to fit into that then I'd make sure that I've got time for, for dinner because that's another one of my um, my go-tos is just booking my calendar out and not having time to eat. So I was eating at three o'clock in the afternoon, my tea. Um, and so actually looking at my diary and thinking, okay, where can I fit that in? Is it five workouts or is it four workouts and a yoga class? You know, something that's really gonna rejuvenate and re-energize rather than pushing myself at the gym. Um, is it taking some time out and going for a walk. What does that look like? So I want you to take your percentage or your miles per hour or your out of 10. And instead of it being that 10 out of 10 or 100 miles an hour or 100%, where can you find that level playing field where you feel that you're still striving for for perfection and success, um, but you still know that you're not going to experience burnout? So when we don't give ourselves a break, whether that's mentally or physically, that's when the burnout hits us. And it is usually like a ton of bricks. We, We have gone so in, we are so in and so 
uh, driven and motivated that we we kind of haven't left ourselves off the we haven't let ourselves off the hook and bam it all comes crashing down plates wall whatever you want to say it um so i want you to have a think of where your where your percentage would be so the next thing i want to ask is do you actually give yourself a break and this doesn't mean going on holiday but this just means like a a mental break or a rest or a sit and watching netflix a binge on netflix um but actually just a mental break so you know I'm talking more so about not being so mean to yourself all the time. How can you be a little bit kinder to yourself and not run from those extremely high standards that we hold um, and that we put in place for ourselves? So I'm going to go through a few tips. You might have heard these before, but you know me. I love a bit of repetition and the mind learns best from repetition anyway. Um, So actually being a little bit kinder to ourselves and making sure that we are taking the time. I think a lot of people, me included, are very impatient and they see life as this big race that we constantly have to be going and going and going, otherwise we're going to stop. Now, that's not strictly the case because we have, you know, all the time in the world to do what we want to do. And actually by giving ourselves a break a little bit more than we do actually means we allow ourselves to come from that really nice flow and that really nice energy rather than coming from that restricted forced energy that's like I have to do this I you know and you kind of almost feel robotic day in day out so here are my few tips to be a little bit kinder to yourself and also to just come from a place where you really are looking after you more and you're being kinder to yourself because when we're so hard on ourselves all the time that's when we stop doing things because the subconscious mind is like oh my god you are telling me to do all these goals we are achieving them we're not celebrating them and then I'm on to the next goal it it almost takes a back seat because it's like why should we bother because she never gives us or he never gives us time to actually celebrate or chill or rest that beautiful word. Um, So here are my 10 little tips. Number one, your mistakes are part of your learning. And I have said this so many times, but we need to take the positive learnings out of our mistakes. A lot of the times that we're hard on ourselves is because we reflect back on what we've done, the shouldas, the wouldas, the couldas, um, that song, shoulda, woulda, coulda, yeah. Uh, We go and, and we reflect back on that. Now, by reflecting back on that and keeping that guilt and keeping us in that in that picture, we're not actually allowing ourselves to move forward. Now, we can't change the past. It's happened. It's gone. Goodbye. But what we can do is we can take the positive learnings from that mistake and we can make it a lesson and we can move on hell of a lot quicker than you keeping it under wraps and keeping reflecting back on that. So whatever you're holding on to in the past, I want you to try and take the positive learnings out of that take the strengths that you used and move forwards into the now and then into the future. Step two, a big one, don't compare yourself to others because you aren't them. Don't compare yourself to others because you are not them. The grass isn't always greener, you are you. So I want you to accept that and that 
that good old saying, stay in your lane. We only need to be better than the person that we were, that the person that we was yesterday or the person that we was a year ago or two years ago. We compare ourselves to us. Are we striving? Are we growing? Are we progressing from the person that we were yesterday? If the answer is yes, that's the only person that you need to compare yourself to. Remember, you might be comparing your step one to someone's step 10. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know the hardship that they've had. In turn, they don't know the hardship that you've had. So actually, when we compare ourselves on social media, the highlight reel, um, we tend to fall into those traps, which then fall into that stuckness. However, if we just focused on actually, okay, what did I do yesterday and what can I do even better today and compare that instead, we are going to set ourselves up for success. Really big thing. Number three, there is no right way to do anything. So don't limit your thinking to a right way or a wrong way. There's no right way to do the wrong thing and there's no wrong way to do something right. Wow, that was a mouthful. Um, but actually, you know, you are learning, you are progressing, you are growing. And what, however you get to your result is your own way. It doesn't matter who's done it before. And yes, it's good to reflect on almost, you know, looking at a mentor or looking at someone who has been successful in achieving the goal, but they did it with their beliefs, their behaviors, their thoughts, their feelings. That is not you. So there's no right way to do anything um, in, in kind of when you're trying to reach your goal. So don't limit your thinking to that. Number four, stand up for what you believe. Make sure that everyone understands your big plans, your crazy ideas and your dreams and never let anyone take that away from you because again, it's nice to get um, feedback and it's nice to get, um, you know, help and, and comments along the way but actually feedback is what the other person believes to be true. So it's great to take on that feedback and say, okay, well, that is their belief in my you know, in my thing, in my place that I'm doing, whatever I'm doing right now, but actually that's what they believe to be true. And when we make a feedback neutral, rather than taking the feedback on and adding a feeling to it, that's when we can really start to stand up for what we believe. And yes, it's brilliant to have that feedback, but actually when you take that and you think, right, I am going to take that on and yes, I might need to change a few things, but I am still going to stand for what I believe. Another thing in this is to actually make sure everyone understands your big plans. Now I have incredible big dreams and incredibly big plans and I'm not afraid to say it because that is how I want my life to be. That's what I'm here for, you know. I'm not here to be sitting to be mundane the rest of my life. I've always had big aspirations and big dreams and we should never be afraid to let anyone know. Um I should never stop telling you that I'm going to own a house in Noosa on the beach and it's going to be huge and I'm going to be there with Finley, my dog and my partner Dan. You know, so step up into those dreams and those crazy ideas that you have and don't let that let anyone take that away from you number five learn from people who criticize you so let that be an inspiration and again this probably ties in with what we've just spoke about is don't let that criticism get you down because that is their feelings that are those that's their 
perception of the world and we can choose to take that on or we can choose to let it go um and i think that ties in really nice with standing up for what you believe um Next one is accepting your weaknesses as your features. So, you know, we can't be good at everything. No one is. I would love to be, but yeah, we can't. And actually those weaknesses are the things that grow and help us, you know, be stronger and and grow stronger and feel that we're making better choices and better decisions because we're actually just accepting those weaknesses, I suppose, but calling them features. There are features. Um, and I love to say that word because actually, um, I (laughs) I think weaknesses, you know, I don't, I don't really like that word, but actually features, it's just part of you. It's part of what, who you are, um, warts and all. Um, next one, don't underestimate your talents until you've applied it like a hundred times. So are you applying your natural talents and your strengths to everything that you do right now? And I think when we, you know, there is so many people and I'm reading a book at the moment called The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. And he, you know, he has just spoken about asking, you know, whether we should ask and keep asking. And if we don't ask, we don't get. But actually when we, there is so many talented, incredible human beings that have tried and failed hundreds of times before the thing happened. And for me, I read a couple of those stories and I think, wow, if they hadn't tried and failed and 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 tried again, we wouldn't have been sitting here today on the computer. You wouldn't be here listening to it on your, on my, on the iPhone. And actually bringing that in and, and seeing that yes, okay, we might have that that failure, but actually learning from it again really is incredible. Um, you know, just take yourself back to those people. Um, I wish I got an example with me, but just, you know, research it. How many times did, you know, Albert Einstein try and create something and fail and then try again? Or how many times did J.K. Rowling write Harry Potter and get chucked out of the you know the publishers or whatever you know she tried and tried and tried until she made it happen and that's why we can never underestimate our talents and our strengths and then the last couple put your problems into perspective remember ask yourself am I going to be worrying about this in five hours am I going to be worrying about this in five months will I be worrying about this in five years and if the answer is no then there's not much point worrying about it um you know if I asked you what were you worrying about five weeks ago today you probably wouldn't be able to give me the answer so therefore stop spending time worrying about it Um, and then the last two we really need to use that self-esteem what I spoke about in the confidence challenge is you know take care of yourself forget about being perfect and always just keep moving and improving yourself and really surround yourself last one with people who want to succeed having people you can trust and rely on will make you feel so much happier and feel better about yourself but in turn it always starts with you you are the person that controls your thoughts your feelings your happiness your success you have the power and we need to step into that power so I hope you've enjoyed what I've said. I know it's been a bit of a ramble. 
but I get really passionate about these sort of subjects, as you can tell. Um, but everything will be in the show notes. Um, so make sure you check out those. Make sure you are checking in with me on social media, whether that's putting a um, screenshot up of, of the podcast that you're listening to. Um, any podcast doesn't have to be this one. Make sure you're sharing it with people who you think might like to listen um, and check in with me. I would love, love, love to hear from you because I don't know who's listening. I would love to hear what your takeaways are and, and what you're doing to be kinder to yourself. So what are you going to do this week to remove the pressure and be kinder to yourself? Um, I think it's the Jess Glynn song. Don't be so hard on yourself now. Um, I should have played that at the end. You know me, I love to, to put a song and a quote to anything. So um, we need to be looking after the person who's running the show. And let's start that from today. So enjoy, have a great day, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.